The following show contains spoilers for episode 7 of Survivor 43. again wait what do you mean again we, we were just talking about survivor for like an hour and we did our whole redraft oh we're back again to talk more because a new episode what, just but, came out what what, what what do you mean again i i we just wrapped the episode like yeah you know you figured it out and so we did it before and now we're doing it again thus like should the we, hello should we wait should we wait like a week or something between that now nah, I think instead we should just wait two weeks from the one before. Oh, I see. We're we're getting a bit of a buffer, so we don't have to do you know constant work. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So that actually ties really well into the episode we just watched because, um, I don't think anybody did any work, really. What? Everyone was oh. just kind of standing around talking. Talking. That's that's true. I thought they were they were doing a trading quest. Oh, they did they did do that, yeah. <laughs> they did do a lot of exchanges, but not not like we did before with the beads. Of this was more borrowing. Where's this anyway? Going? <laughs> we have it episode. <laughs> yeah, so we're back with the start of a new episode. Uh, what we did last time was a redraft, so we have entire fun new teams. And, and I lost my whole damn team. <laughs> Not all of them. Fred lost all but two of his people. We tried to take as many as we could. Uh, this episode, we got to kind of watch things in, in action. Everyone started to like interact with each other. But really, it was just an episode of like people talking and then a challenge and then more people talking and then tribal council, which I like is generally what happens in an episode. I guess it's not like I'm asking for them to like go to some random Island and do a twist there or anything, but, um, but it'd be pretty poggers if they did. <laughs> uh, but, but maybe not with the Island. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Island myself. Yeah, so, so mostly it was just people, like, trying to figure out where they are standing after, like, the first vote of the merge. The major thing I thought was interesting was, like, Janine is talking to everybody. And really, like, I feel like they're showing her as doing the right thing here, which is almost reserved usually for people who go, like, really far in the season. They're like, hey, look, this is why they're really good at Survivor, because when something goes wrong, they they turn around and do the right thing. Because on the opposite side, we've seen people, like, who are blindsided or something and their ally gets voted out. And then they, like, get mad at everyone and they start calling everybody yeah. out and they handle the situation poorly. So I think it's sig- scorched earth. So I think it's significant that we see Janine, like, do the right thing here. What you're saying is you made the right decision during the redraft to uh, go for Janine instead of well, Cassie? Yes. Well, yes and no. <laughs> yes for now at this point in the episode because yes janine is doing the right thing it's kind of funny if you think in it, about it on a larger scale where if janine's like cool with everyone then her going to everyone and being like hey we're cool right almost implies that she shouldn't be right where it's sort of like this weird circular thing where it's like oh yeah no everyone thought janine's was fine and she has to go to everyone and be like hey we're fine right and they're like maybe she shouldn't be but 
I think I think she handles it well. And I think with people like Noel so specific Oh yeah. And people like Noel being so specifically interested in keeping her, you know, focused and not feel like she's on the bottom. I think having a connection there and it even seems like she does with Cassidy, I think Janine actually not in a bad spot going into this episode. So yeah, Janine starts off interesting. Otherwise we like it's funny we see the sort of like pairs that end up being relevant in the tribal council kind of like forming here at the very beginning of the episode. Um, at least the most significant that like kind of stood out to me was like Owen and Dwight starting to kind of like combine up and really everyone's just looking at like the landscape of this new merged tribe and trying to figure out like how they can secure the numbers and how they can be in control of them. And I think it's, it's just kind of interesting here because we see like Janine in a way, try to appeal to everyone. We see Sammy a little bit. Who's like, Hey, like I'm down to like work with, with you guys just like to help out throw my lot in um we kind of see most people just kind of like fly more in the middle in like a i guess (laughs) i guess i didn't want to say in a good way because i was about to talk about carla who is like doing a good job of being pretty well in control still and like participating in the votes directing where the vote's gonna go but not instantly emerging as like, oh, the biggest threat out here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it's it's like a weird episode because really I feel like where we are at the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode is like not that different other than no. like the established line drawn in the sand if we if we just want to go straight to, to tribal. <laughs> like we, we we removed an insignificant player at the end of the day. Well, I mean, I think what's in. I wouldn't say (laughs) insignificant. I think what happened. Sorry, my arms are there. I think what happened is like uh, Jesse and Cody like chose their path, and this was like a fork in the road for them, right? Or maybe Mm -hmm. they just took like a a shortcut. Maybe this was inevitable, anyways. But at the very least, like Cody and and Jesse are choosing to make a tight grouping with Coco and leave what's left. Well, and Sammy, and leave what's left of Baca in the dust along with uh, Noel and Dwight. Right, because what the the line that we had originally, or at the very start, was this uh, Vessi Baca alliance because they wanted out James or Ryan, and that's like what we go into it with. And that vote makes a lot of sense. Vessi and Baca has this sort of. Um, established connection through their weird like uh challenge uh what's the word collusion and so it makes sense for them to work together it makes sense for them to vote out james or ryan um but then kind of surprisingly jesse and cody are the ones that want to split off because now that dwight and noel are sort of this tight pair instead of jesse and dwight being the the married couple, um, they're like, what if we flip instead? Which is like, which makes some sense, but especially after when James gets his knowledge is power advantage, it it seemed weird to me. I don't know. It, it feels like Cody 
and Jesse should have voted out James to me. Yeah, I think I think it's an interesting setup because it's like this is the Vessi four who originally were shown are like you know two halves, and then through their challenge victories they like come back together. And I guess it's almost interesting because this is the same thing that Noel was saying to Janine at the beginning of the episode. It was like she lost her number one, but then it was actually better in the long run because she was able to fold in with the rest of like the majority in the group. But instead, that bond never was strong enough, I guess, <laughs> because um, Cody and, and Jesse were willing to just turn on them right away, which I'm kind of surprised at. But... Um, you know, they just wanted to, to make a move. I don't know if it actually puts them in a better position. I think James seems like it would have just been the, the better vote here. Oh, yeah. But we don't know, you know, if next episode Noelle decides that, you know, she wants to turn against Jesse or something. But uh, it, it's just an interesting result because, like, we now have new, like, alliances in a way. We have the ones on top and then everyone left behind. But, like... James still has his advantage and I I can't really see everybody in the game wanting to like constantly be shuffling their idols around every single vote to like try and avoid it. Um, We also like haven't really seen Carla in, in James like have a, a take or like, or a perspective like, you know, James told Carla about the advantage but they were really portrayed as like a tight duo and that doesn't really seem to like be existing anymore. Uh, also <laughs> a downside I, I'm pretty sure we saw here is that Janine gives her idol to Dwight to hold on to, to like be careful of. And then Dwight goes home and yeah. now Janine doesn't have an idol anymore. Getting into this specific like idol advantage shuffling thing. Once James gets his advantage from the bottle in the well, which seems like a, first of all, a weird spot to put an advantage. He's just like, I, I don't know, everyone's going to see it, so it doesn't feel like much of a find. Like, nobody had to go looking for it. They just had to, the first person to just happen to get water after they place it. So it's a little silly. Also, I don't know, contaminate it with knowledge or something. I don't know. Um... But he gets it, and it's with, what, Sammy, Owen, and someone else. And so they all know that he has it. And once he opens it and knows it's knowledge of power, he goes and, you know, tells all the people that he trusts. And, of course, immediately, you know, he tells somebody like Cody, and Cody's like, all right, well, I have an idol, and I don't want to give it to you, so maybe we vote him out. Um, and so it's just like, I don't know. And so because of this, people like Cody and Noel find out. And so they're like, okay, well, Cody goes, I'm going to give my idol to Jesse. Noel gives her steal a vote to, does she also give it to Dwight? Who does Noel give it to? Maybe Owen. It was something like that. But all this stuff goes down. Janine ends up giving her idol to Dwight and before the vote even happens we're thinking like what if one of these people gets voted out right or what if what if there's some situation where Dwight you know just f because of what happens happened to be the person that 
every single person gave their advantage to. And Dwight goes home and suddenly there's this huge like advantage refresh in the in the in the universe. But the point being, Janine, I lose a person here, which sucks because this is the beginning of my downfall. But Janine loses an idol, which means that Toon has less points in his pocket. Yeah, which is like the whole point, like the whole <laughs> point, but behind why I picked Janine, anyways. Yeah. Uh, and now she not only doesn't have an advantage, but is also like in the worst alliance. So we'll see how that works out. But I, I do feel like Janine is almost in a good spot, like moving forward. And maybe losing the advantage is a good thing because she'll be less of a threat. Who knows? I mean, get a little heat off. Really, like my, you know, my only, like I think the only. The farthest Janine can go is, like, third place. And that's kind of just, like, what I'm hoping for. So maybe being less threatening by not having an idol is, like, what she needs to get taken to the final three. Um, I guess we'll see if, if that's what, what happens there. But when it comes down to the, act, like the actual strategy, I think the original plan they had of, like, either Ryan or James, like, both made sense. It was, like, unfortunate for me because they're both on my team. But, like... That was a plan that made sense. Let me tell you, it was quite the relief to have <laughs> no real targets on my team for once. Yeah, for real. Uh, and I like can see why Jesse would have wanted to switch the vote over. I just feel like it maybe wasn't the the best move. But we'll see if it pays off. You know, if Jesse or Cody win the game, then I, you know, I guess it was the right thing to do. But we'll see what happens. Also, we have an episode to talk about. <laughs> Uh, uh, there was a there was a really cool relay like we did kind of skip all the way to the yeah to the end here, but the the challenge was pretty neat. We did the classic uh, in phases in relay phases where a certain number of people qualify each time, and this time, kind of interestingly, they were forced to get into pairs before the challenge even starts. Whereas normally they either I don't know pull draw for spots or something and get paired randomly they're like hey just figure it out and then i start thinking about squid game because i always do and i'm like what if this isn't like a you work together what if this is you have to pick somebody and then you play against them and then that's how you qualify or whatever yeah i kind of wish it was just like a final two showdown like yeah yeah whoever want like just eliminate teams until the last round and have the team that won the previous round go against each other yeah 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 um, but we have this the this pair relay that's three phases. We get the, the mud net twisty thing. Uh, and I don't know. It's just a challenge. But then mud like, net twisty thing seemed like absolute hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it was difficult. The thing I, I'm seeing of this episode is that like production is extremely happy with all of the good tv that came out of this <laughs> yeah. challenge right because you have uh like two people fail at the the mud twisty net right and they're not just like last they looks like are struggling they can't get through it they're upset so we you know everybody come in yeah, and help so we have jeff you know everyone help your team out everyone's so sad like no it's okay you tried your best and jeff's like oh what a good moment and sammy's like this is what it's all about and I'm just thinking about, like, remember episode one when, uh, like, Baka <laughs> lost the challenge and they're like, no, nah, it's, so f- it's fine. Like, we still, uh, you know, we, we won because we put in our effort. And Jeff's like, what are you talking about? You're losers. You, <laughs> you failed. And I'm just like, what happened to that, Jeff? 
Are, are there secretly two Jeffs out on the island? Like, Maybe. you know, Jekyll Hyde? <laughs> that could no, be it. No, remember? Because the, the one time where he looked all weird and stuff, that's where it <gasps> came from. That was the fake Jeff. <laughs> Because that was the first tribal too. That's CGI so Jeff isn't real. CGI no, Jeff okay, no, can't it all hurt makes you. sense now. Yes, the first the first episode where Jeff looked all weird because of you know because of the lighting, quote unquote, was that's when he was all mean. And then now that we're episodes later and Jeff looks normal again, now he's all like, yeah, TV working together, hard work, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think yeah. What must have happened is they they ran they you know made a clone of Jeff. They ran a trial. And it wasn't really working. People noticed, so they, they phased and then out the what clone. they had to do, they had to move the clone to SNL. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was on SNL last week, apparently. Oh. oh. I didn't know that. I'm not in the news. E- so either we replaced the clone with uh, with original Jeff, or each episode the clone got a little more advanced, or they tried different methods of cloning. And now we are with a a clone Jeff that is more closely, you know, synchronous with the original one, I think is the plan that makes the most sense. Um, But aside from the mud twisty thing and the happy emotional moment, then of course, um, you know, when we, when we're at the the buckets is when we have all the, you know, the sad stories and the, you know, and how good (laughs) veterans are and, it does lose its impact when it's relegated to a montage of this gambler putting out names yeah. for 15 This one's for minutes. my dog. This <laughs> one's for my patient Lester. This one's for, you know, all these people. And it's like, you know, I see what you're doing, but, like, it's not It it's loses not hitting. its impact. It's not, yeah, it's not really, like... <laughs> given me anything real i'm like well it's also like gabler who's the one saying it who's like i was already taking away like the agency also i just have to mention once again that this is another challenge it, it, it was what was the other one it was the island where i had two people right it was geo and then two people on my team and i had a 66 percent chance to get the idol, get the advantage points, and then I lost because, of course, Geo would get the advantage. And now here we are again where it's even better for me. I have a 75% chance from smaller teams, by the way. And yet, and yet I lose again because, of course. And not only there, it's it's Gabler who wins the challenge, <laughs> which, you know, I never would have, you know, really expected not. at the start when there were four of them. Uh, I thought Cody had this locked down, but at the same time, when you know Gabler's given the montage and the music and you know all these things, I'm like, man, if Cody wins now, like, is this gonna make him look really bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, Gabler's like, I'm doing it for all these reasons, and Cody's just like, yeah. <laughs> what was Cody like? Cody was like, I lost a wrestling I regret it every day. It's like cool, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, challenge is a uh, bit silly, I think, but you know, survivors. So, like, the thing that the thing that got me in this was when Gabler like wound the rope back up, and like when I see them, like, no, what are you doing? That that's just gonna make your grip worse. Mm-hmm. But then he he gets it, and like the others who try it, they can't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Gabler was just filled with like plot armor magic or something. <laughs> for this challenge. Yeah, he was he was truly just built different. There was nothing that could stop him. Like this was just unwinnable for for everyone else, which sucks for me because again, I have to lose a 75% again. 
or not again, but like even worse. And just like my, I don't know. I'm just being punished by he's, survivors. He's just straight Gablin, okay? He's, you know what? You have a point. He is Gablin all over me. Yeah. So that's the episode, right? <laughs> like, I think that is the, kind of the episode. We kind of went in reverse order. Here. I mean, other otherwise, you know, James finds the knowledge is is power. They brought it back. They were disappointed. It left too soon, even though everyone celebrated. Uh, James tells everyone that he has it, which you know I don't blame him because everyone knew he had something because he was surrounded by a bunch of people. But I, I think he probably should have just been voted out. And it sucks because it's, like, the only reason he was put in that situation is because, like, he just happened to go to the well with four other people and saw it. I guess he could have ignored it, but can you ever uh, I think ignore they, I think an they advantage? they all saw it, though. I think they all saw it. They were like, hey, what's that in the well? Yeah, he's the one who touched it. So, I get the points for it. I wish it was just an <laughs> idol, though. But there's yeah. already a bunch of those. Well, there's only two now, I guess. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Okay, well, uh, should we just go on to points then? Yes, so uh, short episode this week. Yeah, I, that's how it kind of felt watching it, though. Yeah, <laughs> true. Just... I mean, we spent so long just, like, doing nothing Listen, at camp. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, I guess, is it felt like a good, productive episode, but it also felt like I a lot that, of... I think, you know, the challenge was long, too, because, yeah. you know, we had our, our sob stories. It was a long, and... it was a long challenge. It's, it's weird because it's like... It didn't feel like we were seeing camp life. We weren't seeing any, like, fun character moments. It was just a lot of numbers, 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 numbers. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the vote itself was actually fairly complicated just because of, like, you know, all of the options. Because, I mean, even the way the vote shook out, we had three different possibilities here. And on top of that, we also have to keep track of all this advantage movement. But ultimately, it didn't really do anything like again the only things that it really did were make janine lose an idol and so like even though the vote itself was pretty complicated the actual like options which was basically just james and dwight here we kind of already established that we think james was a better option and you know dwight got voted out for for them to flip basically and that's kind of it so even though the vote and there's a lot of movement it was pretty straightforward ultimately especially when we're like in a situation where uh you know next episode everything could like reset again anyways so this is like very you know blah you know like dwight really didn't have to go home here ryan was also an option uh you know just for being a physical threat i think that's you know valid to a point uh and probably would have been a perfectly fine safe vote um, I don't know, man. Gabler's the true physical threat. <laughs> I, mean, I guess so. I mean, so far, like Gabler's winning individual immunity challenges. He's the mastermind behind one yeah. of the merge votes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Dude, what was the assessment we made last week where Gabler is just like the secret drunken mastermind? Yes, yes. Where he comes out of the woodworks right at the end is like, actually, I've never been. I'm a hot surgeon. Did you really think that I was a total clown like that? Right. The the only other thing to really mention is like this big alliance that's supposedly established now with um, now that Cody and Jesse have flipped. It's who it's Carla, Cody, Jesse, Cassidy, Sammy, James, and Ryan. 
and then it's Owen, Gabler, and Janine, and Noel sort of on the outs, which is not like, not what I really would have expected. I felt like Sammy and Owen would have been more on the same page, but it kind of makes sense. We see a lot of Dwight and Owen this episode, um, but that's like, A, that's a big alliance to go into the merge with, because like, once the other four kind of know that they're on the bottom, what's to prevent, you know, Cody and Jesse, not necessarily exactly Cody and Jesse flipping again, but like, what's to prevent, you know, a Ryan and Sammy from flipping and turning the numbers on them? Because, you know, Sammy's sort of, uh, so Sammy and Ryan are sort of on the outs now because Coco is going to stay strong. Uh, Cody and Jesse are going to stay strong. So I don't know. Like, they're. It just seems weird. It's a, it's a big alliance. And I don't see it just staying like that and them just picking off anyone that's outside of it. But I could be wrong. So, how do we feel about points? All right. So, points for this episode. Oh, look at that! <laughs> uh, Congratulations on being very consistent. I... Is that what I'm known for? Oh, yeah, I guess this is the third episode in a row I've gotten 13 <laughs> points. But unlike the other two episodes, this is uh, the first time since episode three, I guess, that I've earned the most points in an episode. And I don't really feel like I earned it, but... <laughs> yeah, and I think that's kind of interesting, too, is like when the score sheet, in a way, kind of reflects the episode you know it felt like not much happened and hey look at our <laughs> look at our, our spreadsheet so uh it's the merge now so everyone gets two episode points instead of one hooray uh fred doesn't get any other points than that though <laughs> so that's just eight points for fred uh soon to be six then uh soren gets his eight plus Four for Mr. Gabler winning the challenge. Congratulations. You do be Gablin. And then I end up in first place this week with 13 points um, because James did find he claimed that advantage. And I got two vote and safe points uh, from James and Ryan. So, hooray. It's not really getting me any closer to where I need to be, but at least it's it's some sort of progress. I am kind of surprised that Carla doesn't go more to bat for James here, but maybe that duo is just going to like dissolve now, now that there's like a bigger group, who knows. A result of them kind of being in control anyways, because like, yeah, they could have done more, but all of Coco was kind of on the same page, so the only people they can really convince are like, Vessi and Baka, but they can kind of assume that Vessi won't want to vote them because, again, they were coming into the merge a pretty tight four, so it would have been, you know, weird for them to try to fight for it and then basically just tell Dwight that he's on the chopping block like that. Um, you know, maybe telling Baka would make sense, but I don't know. I think it, I think it makes sense that Carla and Coco as a whole were pretty chill with the way things played out. Because they just, you know, if they feel like they're in control, then they're fine. Yeah, I guess, it, it, like, in the way we see um, Cody Cody and Jesse, like, co- like very specifically collaborate this episode, I just feel like I w- we should have seen more of that with 
with Carla and James because we know he tells her about the advantage, but she's not like, oh, okay, so like we got to be careful. If too many people know about this, you're in more danger. We got to play it smart and safe. Like, here's how we should move forward. There's just none of that. So they feel less more like significant as a as a team than Cody and Jesse, which has been like extremely consistent the entire season. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, the only the one last thing I want to mention specifically about the way our tribes are looking is that like Soaring's team seems really good, goaded right now, <laughs> and I hate that for me because my team. Even though like Carl and Cody still seem in you know great spots, losing Dwight's a pretty big knock, especially when I thought that he was going to be a safe pick when I picked him. Um, but yeah, especially after this episode with how Jesse's playing, Jesse seems really really good, and you know same reasons why I drafted him first before. He just seems like a very very smart. Uh, kind of understated player but not understated in the sense where he's not doing anything but an understated where he's not overplaying at all and then gabler while being this menace on the tribe is he's a menace he's he is a menace in both the chaotic awful please what are you doing way but also <laughs> in the absolute monster in this challenge for some insane reason um, well, an upset yeah, so like looking at the tribes, I think Soaring's actually in a really good spot, and I think this is the beginning of my downfall, which is what I uh, feared most going into this redraft. But you know, hopefully, hopefully Carla wins. Hopefully, hopefully Cody plays his idol successfully. Hopefully, Owen doesn't go anytime soon. But like just looking at this episode. I don't feel super great, and I just kind of have to hope that my initial lead will be enough. Yeah, I mean, we already live in a in a world where the redraft was not optimal because, you know, at the very least, Gabler would have been a better pick than Dwight. So we'll see how that goes in the long term. It didn't feel great for me this episode. Sammy seemed like he didn't have too much agency. James and Ryan were both targets. Janine lost her idol, so I'm not feeling too hot, but I'm excited to watch the showdown between the two of you. I'm going to catch up, I swear. This is my season. It's finally happening. Yeah, I mean, you're not not too far away. So, I mean, to- for as far as total goes, right? Toes. As far as totals go right now, I am at 124 points. Soaring is next up at 139 and then Fred is up at 153, so that's not too far away. That's, you know, one one strong episode's worth. Especially, like, we start getting those reward challenges in there. Like, who knows? Who knows what goes down? But I guess that's pretty much it for us this week. Uh, we think, you know, flying for their work on the spreadsheet, which, you know, makes it all nice and easy to track, as well as Zoe for her work doing all of the, uh, you know, editing that makes this podcast somewhat bearable. Any trades? Oh, yeah, no. Oh. If you want to <laughs> check out any of the other episodes we've done, that's all over at rngshow.com, including the redraft last week, if you missed it. Uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Spreadsheet, as mentioned previously, is found in the show notes. You can just click the link there or 
just over at rngshow.com slash 43. You can go there and just quickly see like the order we drafted uh, these people in, as well as the original draft, so you can kind of compare there. We also have unit totals, which is all set and up to date. Currently, uh, Gabler <laughs> is <laughs> is still the, the highest point earner, uh, followed by Noel and Janine. So we'll see how that kind of shakes up over time. Uh, I think it was those three also. Yeah, it was uh, Mike, not Mike, uh, Gabler, Noel, and Janine, who were all tied for the most point earners of the first season, which uh, or the, the pre-merge, which was interesting. So it's always fun to watch. Right now, you could also tell in the pre-merge, I chose like two people below in uh, like people who are still in the game uh, that I could have picked earlier. It, it's just, it was a mess. My first draft, not my best work. Redraft, probably not my best work either, but hey, you know what? I've had plenty of good work, so I'm happy to see something else interesting uh, go down. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm hoping for a showdown between Fred and Zori ultimately is what i hope happens and not just like a sad reverse or something unless just like we both immediately lose all of our people and somehow you're just yeah! <laughs> dragging <laughs> let's go to the end of the season <laughs> all right soaring what are steaks um steaks are a cut of meat typically from a cow uh and, you know, yeah that's so good, true fried up on the barbecue yeah but what do you want to put on this what do you want to put on this season what am I putting on this season? Yeah. Oh, we're we're gabling now, yeah. are we? <laughs> I am a gabler, if you if you will. What are steaks? The steaks are. I don't know. What sort of things can we give each other? We live on the opposite side of the continent. Well, it can be something like like um. Do know, you want a video game? <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't matter much for us but like a, a, a one tweet on the other person's account would be funny something along those lines yeah sure sure we get to to write a tweet uh that will be written during the recording session and so sure, people yeah, won't know, you know for like four days cool let's 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 do that the winner of this actually hold on so if <laughs> the if neither of us win then it's whoever has more points still. Or is it only sure. if one of us wins? I mean, it's more exciting if it's only if one of us wins. I don't really think Tune's going to beat us at this point. But... Okay, you know what? That's fair. Let's let's do that. So whoever among between the two of us wins gets to tweet on the other person's account. Yeah, sure. Cool. Let's do it. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, I think it'll be I mean... close. I don't know how I can top your normal Twitter behavior, though. <laughs> That's true. Maybe you just make a really normal tweet, and everyone's like, "What the f- what? What is this?" <laughs> and I, I, I think you know we don't need to outline what you can't write because I, I think we, we both know the reasonable limit. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I like to imagine your tweet would be something like, "Man, I got a gr- a great night of uh, sleep to today. I woke up, you know, nice and early at nine. Went out, got a workout." And, uh, you know, turned in applications for jobs and got an interview. Everyone's like, what? (laughs) This doesn't sound like you at all. Get a job, kid. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like, (laughs) draft up my most insane, like, perfectly sane ramblings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, I wanted to uh, do it early, so at least you have time to think about it. I mean, I've just thought of something absolutely awful I could do that... 
I don't think would, like, break the common sense rules, but, like, you have to throw away your Twitter afterwards. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this. I have to know, but hopefully it, ne- it doesn't come to fruition. But I'm glad you have ideas. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it so much. <laughs> cool. I'm glad. That's everything I could have wanted. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, we kind of did that awkwardly after we thanked everybody, so... Uh, Goodbye. Yeah. Get out of here. Why are you still listening to this podcast? Go home. It's over. <laughs>